Hello and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's The Rugby Odds, starring WWE Hall of Famer and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift a Abelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network. Oh, guys, it's so great to see you all. You're all you're all calling in from different places. John's up in Maine. Nope, I'm actually in Boston Harbor. I found the T. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Boston Harbor, which is is in Maine. Ironically, John thinks, and he has found the T that was dumped in the Gulf. I don't know how that worked out, but you'll have to go back and look at the previous shows. Godfather, you're back in your home studio. Gift, where are you? What is that behind you, Gift? I mean, look, you know, we got to give recognition to the the, the, the island, the two-time medalist island, Fiji, getting it their third medals all time in the Olympics, two in the same Olympics. Give it credit. All right. If, of course, Matt, Matt, before you go go ahead, if we're giving people credit, credit, we got to give Layfield credit because he didn't just find the T. He found the gold in the men's and women's rugby tournament in the Olympics. So give Layfield a bunch of credit here. True story. Uh, praise from Caesar. Praise from Caesar. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. How about and, that, Matt? And all I feel like saying to you, Godfather, is a two brute. <laughs> hey now. And this tea I found here somehow there wasn't a tax paid on it. I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are jumping out of out of turn here. I know you're all excited. You're, you're, you're out of order. Great. We're out of order. The whole place is out of order, man. <laughs> That's exactly right. Layfield, you found gold. You picked the, the gold medal winners. You picked the men's Fiji. You picked the women's I do New that Zealand. Same bolt thing, but I gotta hold my phone up. Take a bow, John. Take a bow. Try not to hit your nose on your knee. <laughs> Is my right. game working? We, uh, we, we ruined the teaser. We ruined the cliffhanger about talking about the Olympics. That was going to be after the commercial break. Nice going, Gift. Um, but, yes, hats off to the nation of Fiji. They are a, a wonderful people, and they are. Uh, it's great to see them get that, especially they don't have the – they have no resources, really. And for them to get back-to-back gold medals in the men's, is amazing, but their women's story is even more amazing. Gip, why don't you share a little bit with us about that? I mean, this is a team that has, I remember in 2015, whenever they first were starting to put the women's team together, uh, it was just some quiet women, very scared, not very well conditioned. Um, Fast forward six years later, beating Australian Oceana Sevens, coming back and just demolishing everybody. When you talk about being able to put on one of the single best rugby sevens games in history. I talked about the semifinals versus New Zealand coming down to the wire. Like this was boat races. This was track meet. This was everything to the last second for New Zealand to barely scrape over to get that win. Like you got to give them credit because from what even the coaches said, some of the women that play literally just started this last year. And just to clarify, when you refer to boat races, you're not referring to when we sit on the floor and act like Hawaii Five-0 and Chuck. We're just talking about the <laughs> We're just talking about the straight action of just seeing people play hard-nosed grown-ass woman rugby. Grown-ass woman rugby. Grown-ass yeah. woman rugby. I'm sure that we'll get letters for that. I don't have any grown-ass woman rugby behind me. I got some boats behind me, but I, I picked both gold medal winners. He did. And you know what? It's about picking the winners here. As painful it is as it is to admit that John Bradshaw Layfield picked both gold medal winners, 
We have to stick to that uh, mantra that we have of making people money. And if you bet the gold with John, you made a lot of money. Well, let me let me make something clear here. Now, before the before the semifinal game, the Philly Godfather is the one that said, "Hey, it's a plus one twenty five or plus one thirty five, something to that effect, to pick Fiji now." So that's the reason I actually made a bet on Fiji because I realized I was wasn't betting on Fiji for the semifinals. I figured they'd win. I'm betting on them in the finals, and because of Godfather. I got me a plus money bet. <laughs> I got a pocket full of money and a gold medal. And Godfather, we have to tip our caps to you because you're the one that actually has anything in his head that means anything on this show, specifically when it comes to gambling. And let's move on from the Olympics now. Okay, let's go back and go back to the script, guys. Read off your teleprompters. And stop jumping ahead. Let's go back to the MLR final, the major league. Before we go, did, did we mention that I want pick both gold medal winners? <laughs> I think I think we did. In case okay, we missed uh, it. Yeah, I picked I picked both gold medal winners. Blind squirrel, wise, sagging nuts, stepped on by John this time. But he actually won because he listened to the Godfather when the rest of us didn't. Major you have a lot of analogies with squirrels and nuts. Oh, this this is gonna be a tough one to get through. Kit. Uh, my producer off camera is saying we got to move forward. We, we're trying. Uh, Major League Rugby's final. The beautiful Coliseum, Los Angeles Coliseum, sun splashed, grass field, just perfect conditions. And they had some rugby played on that match. It wasn't the defensive struggle that the three of you thought it was going to be. It was more like what I thought it was going to be. I picked 35-21 was the final score. and wasn't that far off. It was 31-17. The over was 48 and a half, so it was 48 points, which means with L.A. minus six and a half, if you had L.A. and you were laying the six and a half, you won. And if you had less than 48 and a half points, you won. Anybody here have that combination? Anyone? Uh, no, you can put your hand down, John. You only had half of it right. You said, I could have swore John said, uh, take the guillotinis minus the six and a half. And gentlemen, this is the this is the the persecution yours truly faces on a week to week basis on the rugby odds with these guys doubting everything that they actually say when it's all on camera. Layfield, you hear that? You said I like LA to win, but I don't think they're going to cover the spread. But it's going to be over. I under play back the tape. I think the guillotinis end up winning this. I'm not sure they cover the point spread, but they're going to win it, and the point point total goes under. And there it is. You know what I like about you, Matt? You know what I like about you? You always shoot for the stars, for the moon. And uh, even if you miss, you land with us guys, the stars. So, you, you know, you did a great job this year, rugby. You called the L.A. Guillotinis. Uh, I could have swore you said bet the over, but I think you have to play the tape back. Just oh, because John actually pressed me because I forgot to choose between the over and the under. And he asked me and he pressed me. What about this diamond? What about the diamond? And I said, I'll take the under. And, you, you know, it's like you learn how to translate what he mumbles with his hillbilly accent. No offense to any hillbillies <laughs> out there. You know, you know what I like about you, Matt? No, no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> let's let's talk about the Major League Rugby season, guys. Um, we we were. Assigned to pick winners. We did a lot of that, except for Gift. He finished one game under 500. I mean, you know, I came in a week late, so I feel like I was already at a disadvantage. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but time out, time out. To give Gift credit, he did have the Atlanta future 
where if you bet them at the beginning of the year, great odds. And then in the final, you could have hedged the other side and made a ton of money. He gave out some money line picks that weren't in his record. In actuality, he actually turned a profit. And he left us with countless expressions that we didn't have in our <laughs> arsenal prior to this season. And, and you know, you know how humble I am and reluctant I am to accept accolades, but I did have the best record overall picking in these matches over the course of the season. Yeah. Godfather, you, you of course, were handicapped by coming in late. And you were also picking the, the big ticket items, like the line, against the line, all that jazz. So. Uh, it's a, you know, action will remove all doubt that theory can't solve. And your actions prove that you are a mastermind when it comes to betting on rugby. And excellent at editing. Give me a reflection on the season. Gift, we'll start with you. Hey, look, I think this was, it was a great, complete season. It was probably the most... I want to say interesting, big shout out, New Orleans Gold really taking it to the edge. They made at least most of my picks not incorrect, so I'd give them a lot of credit for that. But overall, this was, this was a great season. At least it was, it was distinctive enough to be able to make predictions worthy. John, as per normal, I want you to be confused by, God, uh, by the gift before you give your answer, and then I'll listen to the Godfather. Go ahead. How would you like to close caption gift? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love Gip. I'm from the South. I understand him. I've got like a Gip Rosetta Stone that I study. And you know what, John? Not only do we have the Rosetta Stone, but we learned a lot about mountain climbing from you. (laughs) Yes, we did. The difference is between Alex's. There's a big, big difference between Alex's. And I think we learned about Smokey. I think Smokey's in the background, Gift. Can we hear Smokey there? Is that what's going on? The cat? I wish. I, I wish. This, 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 is a, this is a phantom cat over here. Oh, Godfather, some comments on the season and your colleagues here. I mean, the cream always rises to the top. And we saw Elliot Giltinis, who started off on fire, finish the same way. Atlanta, young, hungry team, fast team, made it to the finals. Utah, a team that I don't think too many people expected. You know, they, they gave it a great run. It was a, it was an amazing season. And we have the godfather of wrestling, one of the greatest champions of all time, John Ladyfield and show. We have the gift father with all the great, <laughs> I mean, the flub, the rickshaw, you name it. He came out with some of the greatest terms I've ever heard in my life. And, of course, myself. And I don't know what to call you, Matt, but you're pretty good. You, you, you don't have you don't have to. I, un, I understand. There's a lot you can call me, Godfather. I understand that There's a lot. We don't have to get into all of it right now. You uh, know what it is? Matt? You know what it is? This is like Alex Hamilton. Uh, he helped found the country. <laughs> Alex Carroll helped found Major League Rugby. So it's between two Alexes. And we, this group here, is like Mount Rushmore, like before Teddy Roosevelt got in there. So like we're like the three early great presidents. We need the fourth because, uh, unfortunately, Matt, you didn't make the cut for Mount Rushmore. As long as we're making people money, that's our objective. And we did that. We made, we made you a lot of money out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you bet with us this season. And we're going to continue that in another iteration of the show for overseas rugby. But we're not done with this one yet because we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk spring box. Spring box. Yeah. Spring box versus British and Irish lines. Yeah. Yeah, John. Yeah. We'll be right back. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. 
it has a taste on the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. We finished with the MLR season in which we were admittedly stellar. And now we are looking at the final test for the Springboks and the British and Irish Lions down in South Africa. The, the Springboks bounced back in a big way. It was a little tight at halftime, squeaky bum time. I think it was 9-6 was the score. But then an unbelievably dominant second half gift by the Springboks. I mean, look, you can't take away from what they can do. Uh, again, I... That first game was just rust being released from the body. You know, in this situation, they were able to remember exactly who they were and what land that they're on. And Springboks are still, until proven otherwise, the number one team in the world. Not the country, not the region, the world. No all-star Union Jack flying team is going to be taking anything from them in this situation. So, yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, we, we were all wrong on the first match because we were delayed a match with that rust being knocked off the, the wheels for the spring box, but they came back, played a great match, uh, covered the spread, but did not. Well, they, they were getting one and a half and they won outright, but they did not do the over except here's one detail. And I'm, and I hate to admit this. I really hate to admit this, but when we tape the line is one thing, then the line changed and our savvy guys like the Godfather and the Godfather tells a guy like John that the lines changed and then John will go and bet the new unders that were over. Right, John? Isn't that what you did? That is true. The line went down to 36 and a half game time and I took the over because yeah. I, I thought it gone down too much. I just thought that was just too many, too few points for these two teams. Godfather, are you getting any commissions from John? Because, you know, when you're, you're basically a Cyrano de Bergerac when you're telling him how to bet these things, John, the line change. I'm getting, I'm getting the greatest commission you can in life, and that's a real friendship. Oh. That's right. We're friends. We're friends. And we've added gift to our friend circle. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just a facilitator of making people money and building your friendships. That's fine. That's okay by me. As long as we're getting paid. All right. But, you know, we got another match coming up with the spring box. So, John, what was the line? Oh, oh, you didn't do your research. You didn't do your homework. You had one job to do. And instead, you went golfing. Godfather, what, what's the numbers here? Why, why rely on the amateur? <laughs> the spring box are minus three and a half. The combined total of the game is 38. All right. So, Gift, what do you think of that? And do we need to explain what that means to you? You know what? See, 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 this is this is this is why people treat you the way that they do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, aside from that, but with the spring box, I actually look at this as a very interesting situation. There is so much anger and vitriol that happened after this game, especially considering like the first half took like three hours in and of, in and of itself in terms of replay time, TMO time, whatever, ref hate coaches talking. I mean, this is the perfect situation for everybody to absolutely try and murder each other. 
Like, you couldn't ask for a better setup because I don't know if it was going to be enough competition for it to just be one-on-one or just the Lions tour. But to now, it's personal. And I feel like the Springboks are going to absolutely select violence in this. We're looking at them to go and not only take that three and a half, they're going to say, hey, we're going to triple it. We're going to triple it. We're going to triple it and come at you like this is a riot inside of St. Louis. Like, it's about to be fiery over there. And then, you know, take the over with the total points. Oh, that's those are some big words there. You're talking a big game. And, you know, you're right, though. There's a lot of stuff going on off the pitch. Rassi Erasmus, who was the head coach when they won the World Cup in Tokyo in 2019 and now is the director of rugby, blasted the referees after the first match. And now he's being fined by World Rugby or they're going to investigate how to find him or, what, or find him or whatever. So he's now said he's not going to talk anymore. Um, but. Lots going on, and it sets the stage for perhaps a British and Irish Lions upset here, John. I don't think so. I wish this was played in front of the crowd. I mean, you really lose a home field advantage here for South Africa because of COVID. It looks like they're not going to have a crowd again, and especially with all of the fieriness that's going on that Gift's talking about. This this is awesome. These are two great, tough teams. But there's a tale of two halves. You know, in the first game, the Springboks came out. They were flat. I think they were tired. Second game, they had one game under the belt. They destroyed them in the second half. I think they do the same thing this week. I think three and a half is not enough points. I think the Springboks win, and I think the total goes over. All right, Godfather, a couple of things here. You said that these that no way the drunks from Great Britain would win this one or from the U.K. would win this one. How about now? You think after they won the first one that that was just a, a – a lark, and now they're going to take the next two and take the series? I don't know. I think the Springboks are just too too good, too fast for that team. Uh, there's also another way to bet this. There's a three-way money line bet. You can lay minus 170 on the money line on the Springboks. You can take plus 130 on the Lions, or you can bet the draw at 17 to 1. You bet 170 to win 100, right? Yeah, you're risking 170 to win 100 on the money line. So if they, they just got to win the game. Godfather, you just, you just made me think about this here because those drunks from the U.K., and Northern Ireland are going to are in a bubble. So all they could do is drink in their hotel rooms. That's all they're doing. They're just drinking the hotel dry. And this is their third, third game down against the spring box. Spring box are used to being on lockdown. I'm going to lay the 170 on the line. I'm also, I'm also going with the spring box with the points. And what was the over under 38 and a half. I'm going for the over. All right, let's bet a three-team part. Well, we can't. You can't. I'm going to lay the 170 and go over in a two-team parlay. So, I'm doing Ooh. that too. Ooh, I'm bet. doing that too. No, you're not. You're I am. Yes. I, I misspoke. The Godfather has words. I'm listening to the Godfather. This way, when you bet when you when you bet a two-side parlay, you don't pay the juice. So you 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 slide into minus 170 and you bet the over. Yeah. All right. Again, final thoughts. I just wanted to say, JBL, I learned so much about also Sam Houston. I feel like that was pro- not given proper rating, all right? And and Godfather, I know more about gambling now than ever, and I at least know I can still host anything in comparison. So thank you, everybody. You weren't hosting this. I was hosting this. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, but he was the star of the show. Gift- I'm the host. You're the host, but Gift is a star. What the, uh, he's the, star the whole Gift? Come on, I'm still here. Hello. Still alive. All right, but we are still alive, too, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are in talks to come back and do the URC and perhaps the English Premiership 
and maybe even the rugby championship so we can make you money all over the world. So you'll have to tune in next week. And in the meantime, I want to thank Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the Hall of Famer of the WWE, the Godfather, the Philly Godfather, just the best goddamn sports better ever. And Gift A. Bailu, who is apparently the host of this show, while he's not the gift to rugby and mankind. On behalf of these gentlemen, I'm Matt McCarthy. We'll see you next time. But in the meantime, please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, And please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team.